0: Hi again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mercopolis Country Reports. This time, we've had the opportunity to speak to Mr. Yofi Grant, CEO of GIPC, the Ghana Investment Promotion Center. And here he's going to be discussing the impacts of COVID 19 on the economy of Ghana, FDI, and investment promotion in the country. Hope you enjoy this listen.
1: know, before COVID, we had a GDP growth projection of 6.8%. But uh, post-COVID, this has uh, actually gone down um, to 0.9%. We had expected a year-end deflation of 8.0% and a fiscal deficit of 4.7% of GDP. But um, COVID struck... And we had to readjust our GDP growth. Um, and as we have it right now, we are projecting 0.9% GDP growth. Um, we are expecting um, to see um, a, a, prime, a projected primary surplus of 0.7% of GDP, and still a, a gross international reserve to cover not less than 3.5 uh, months of import. But, um, the, 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 I must say that the... the the pandemic has significantly affected not just us, but the whole world. Um, because you know, a lot of um, supply chains were, were were significantly disrupted, and um, many countries were locked down. So it couldn't be business as usual. People couldn't travel, you couldn't have meetings. And almost every country was on lockdown for quite a while, at least two or three months. And now uh, what has happened since then, um, I mean, it's, it's a matter of history that everybody knows. Um, inflation in Ghana increased to 10.6% in April, and then to 11.2% in June. Uh, but we're expecting that year point year inflation rates will be 12.7% um, um, and reduce further from 2021. And hopefully, we'll get to single digits by 2022. Uh, we also saw um, uh, a, a fall in the economic activity as measured by the central bank's composite index of economic activity, uh, which dropped by 2.2 percent in March 2020, and uh, but as we speak, although we have a projection of 0.9, um, if you go to the World Bank's, the IMF's website, they have a projection of 1.5 percent, and recently Goldman Sachs actually came out to say, well, no, maybe you are being overly hard on yourself. We expect 1.2 um, percent GDP growth. So. We have definitely done something good, whilst many other countries are in deep recession and have resorted to large borrowings. Um, we we haven't we are not going to go into that sort of deep recession, so we have done something well, and that has also affected. I mean, uh, GIPC in uh, in in what we had planned for the year, but in a very interested interesting way because um, if you look at what has happened um, in the first quarter. Uh, going to the second quarter, uh, we, we, we realized, we realized um, the impact. Um, <clears throat> the impact and hospitality, of course, was one of the worst hit. Um, we had uh, about almost a thousand, you know, accommodation facilities had to shut down by 31st May, actually 979 if you put it that way, um, which was about a quarter of all the, you know, um, facilities that we had. And job losses were somewhere about 2,300 uh, people. Um, the tour operators saw a drop in visits by uh, some 11,558 uh, out of cancellations, uh, which represented at least uh, about almost 5 million uh, cities. But the agricultural sector was also significantly hit because people couldn't go to the farms of the fear of catching the disease. So we saw a decline in the price of some like cashew, which has become a major export by 60% between January and April and which was significant for the farmers and next for the exporters. We also saw a drop in the energy sector. uh, With about uh, close to $324 million projects actually being shelved as a result or stalled as a result of the pandemic. Um, of course, the transport sector was also significantly affected. Um, and if, if you look at the metro mass transport, for example, they dropped revenues of 5.5 million a month, um, you know, to about 2.1 million a month, that means that more than 50% of the revenues that they made were gone, or maybe at close to 60%. The educational sector also suffered. Some. 856 job losses in in 32 private schools um, that couldn't pay them because kids were not going to school. They had to sit at home. The schools were closed, you know. So that, that, uh, and this was just in the second quarter of 2020. So this is significant. The impact on the economy at large was um, significant. But um, over GIPC, we saw very interesting dynamics because in the first quarter, we actually um, registered Foreign direct investment of $180 million, which was some 400% increase on what we had the previous year, in the first quarter of 2019. So that was very optimistic. And we had great hopes of continuing the year um, in, in very good shape and in good tracks. And then COVID hit. And for the first um, two months of March, April, we barely had any inflows. We barely had any visits. Of course, we had lots of calls. Because um, a lot of the investors were asking how we're going to cope with this, what are the other measures we're doing. We ourselves did our own research to find the impact on um, on investors, and in just in one month, um, the average revenue loss or cost to each in, each each investor was about seventy-five thousand dollars. That was the minimum, but it was the average. But we we're expecting that that was going to increase because by May June, then almost. All enterprises had to be shut down, and uh, lockdowns, etc., and quarantines, and all that. So the, the impact was uh, was uh, real. But then come June, and we realized that we had actually uh, increased the amount of foreign direct investment that we had. By the beginning of June, um, the number for the second quarter was two hundred seven million dollars, an increase over the first quarter. And by the end of June, June itself, we had close to $650 million in foreign direct investment, uh, which was uh, was enigmatic and confusing because we expected that we'll see FDI drop significantly, but we didn't see that. So um, we are ex- still extremely hopeful, but what it tells you is that for the investor, they look at where the opportunity is, they look at the macro and they look at who is still performing well under the pandemic and target it. So I, I believe that is what has put us where we are. Uh, we are still very optimistic. We are doing new things in new ways to ensure that we recover quickly and then get back to the track on which we were before COVID.
0: Hi everyone and thank you again for listening to this episode of markopolis country reports again that was mr yofi grant the ceo of gipc ghana investment promotion center and he's been featured as part of our ghana country report please don't forget to head over to the website at markopolis.net to look at the rest of the report as well as mr grant's full interview and other content and videos stay safe out there and we'll see you next time